We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it is March 11th, it's 2019, and we have six basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. As always on Monday, I'm joined by my good buddy, Will, Chief Justice 06. How are you doing, my friend? Doing good, man. I had a pretty awful uh, Sunday for NBA. Just, I don't know, just, just didn't come together today. My Saturday was great, man. Just a crazy good Saturday. Um, but yeah, today it just didn't come together. No big deal. Definitely ready to uh, get going on today. So I like it a lot. When a, another one of my favorite teams to target is going to be there. So I'm excited, man. It's, it's going to be a good week. It is going to be a fun week. Um, if you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over to check them out. It's fancydraft.com. They will be Inviting you into the Weekly Winners Listeners League contest today should automatically be put into those contests. From what I was gathering on the email, um, and uh, good luck to everybody. I hope everyone crushes. And then the monthly contest will be Wednesday. 
we can find out who the king of the month is uh, from the beginning of February, the middle of January. And, um, you know, like I said, congratulations to everybody. Excited to be doing this with Fantasy Draft each and every day. So if you haven't checked them out, make sure you check them out. If you want to check them out, you can always sign up and um, join the Listener's League. Play against Will and I. Um, I'm, I'm free money today. Like, I'm doing a bunch of content, but today is my birthday. Monday is my birthday. And got a family dinner. So, like, I, I won't be around a phone to adjust lineups. So, like, 5.30, whatever I have set is set. So, free free, free Stevie dollars on Monday here. Um, but it should be fun, Will. It should be fun. It's a nice little six-game slate. Nice little slate to, you know, start the week off. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I said, when I started uh, diving in and looking at a few things, um, you know, I even had a couple scratch-off games, uh, which well, at least one. And I, I was shocked to have a scratch-off game on a, on a six-game. So, um, you know, it's really going to be a five-game for me. But I'm still excited, man. This is, I think, this is going to be a good week. I bet you, I can guess. Which game your scratch-off game in is? I bet you it's the first game that we start with. We get started here with Toronto at Cleveland. 222 total here. Toronto favored by 10.5 in this game. Van Vliet is out. Larry Nance is out. And Tristan Thompson is out. Um, obviously, Kawhi sat the game on Sunday. They expect him to play here. I wouldn't put it past him. Like, Toronto likes to do weird stuff, so I wouldn't put it past him um, to maybe sit him another game here, but you have to kind of expect him to play. What are we looking at here on the Toronto side of things? Um, man, I don't want to play anybody from Toronto today. Uh, I mean, listen, I don't mind targeting the Cleveland Cavaliers, but on this slate with some of the other games we're going to have going, I just don't think it's worth the risk. Um, you know, if you're multi-entering, I'm, listen, there are going to be guys out there that just stack this game up and, and hope that Cleveland can – can keep it close and, you know, so forth and so on. I, I'm not taking that approach. I will not have a single Toronto Raptor unless Kawhi Leonard sits. If he sits, then that totally changes it for me. But I, I'm expecting him to play today, and I, I just don't think it's worth it to take the risk on any Toronto Raptors. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, it makes a huge difference if uh, Kawhi sits. But as of right now, he's not – He's expected to play. I will say Cleveland allows the second most fantasy points per game to opposing point guards, so I don't think this is a terrible spot for Kyle Lowry. Uh, it's even better spot if, if for some reason Kawhi sits again, but um, definitely a matchup that I, I think I can exploit with Kyle Lowry if we get news that Kawhi is going to sit, and I, I think that you would look at Patrick McCaw as well. Um, if we got news that Kawhi was out again, again, we expect him to play. But McCall did play 26 minutes in his start for Kawhi on Sunday. So if that happens again, obviously we got to look at that. But nothing really standing out to me here with the Toronto side of things. You know, I, I'm pretty much in the same boat as you. It's not my favorite team to target today. You know, Marcus Gasol's price is getting down and in matchups that you know, they're going to be playing against big centers. Maybe we get him starting, and that's when we can take advantage of this price. But right now they're starting to Baca again. So, um, you know, for me, it's just a situation that I want to stay away from. Now, looking at the Cleveland side of things, with Nance and Thompson out, is there anything that you're looking at here? 
man, I, I don't want to play these guys. I, I'm definitely not playing Kevin Love uh, at 7,700 in a in a spot that I mean, listen, I, I think Cleveland gets run out of the gym here. I and you know, I'm just not. I don't buy into the blowout, but when Cleveland is down this many bodies and Toronto has all their bodies, I, I just don't see a reason to, to take anyone. Like you know, usually. This would be a spot where maybe I think about taking someone like Clarkson off the bench and maybe he gets some run, but I just don't think it's worth it today, man. This whole game is just just a scratch off for me. Um, just not going to be buying any pieces. The only guy that I have a little interest here, large field tournament play only, is Zizic. Zizic? Yeah. Um, you know, Nance out and Thompson out. Probably blowout proof as well. So, like, if this game does get ugly, um, it would pretty much only be a fantasy draft play where I can play multiple centers if I really wanted to. I don't think I end up on on him on DraftKings. You know, we have some really good spots that we're going to attack some big men on. So, I think if you're playing on fantasy draft and you want a cheap, you know, cheaper option that's probably, like I said, blowout proof, I think uh, Zizek is interesting here with Nance um, already ruled out for this game. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Don't hate it. Um, Just not going there, Stevie. I'm not playing anybody from this game. Stop trying to talk me into it. I mean, look, he, he's cheap enough to uh, – I, I will say this. I, I, I will say this. For all, you, for all the FanDuel guys out there, for everybody that probably knows by now, I'm mostly a FanDuel NBA guy. Just for some reason, I'm just – Crazy profitable on FanDuel, so I just had to swap back over. But, um, you know, a guy like Zizic, throwing him in to intentionally drop a score, maybe maybe that's the way you look at it. But but that's about the only way, man. I, I, don't, I don't think there's any other reason to play him on, on this slate. Um, and even on FanDuel, man, there's some good centers today that, that I like. So – I may not even play him there because I don't. I don't even think it's worth the risk to to spin down and take a zero at your center spot today. But he is thirty six hundred, and ironically, you know, he could put up thirty fantasy points in garbage time, and I think that's what you hope for. Um, moving on here, we got the Kings and the Wizards. Uh, two forty one and a half total here. Washington favored by two in this game. Bagley is out. Uh, Will. When I opened up this slate and I started digging into it, like this total is massive. There's a good reason. Both of these two teams are trying to win. They're playing pretty tight rotations right now. This is a fantastic DFS game, in my opinion. Um, what are we looking at here as far as the Kings go? Man, so first of all, let me say this. I have really dialed up uh, my stacking play um, this year. I don't think I've ever stacked this much as far as games this year. This is the most by far I've stacked games just because of the, the way the new NBA is, Atlanta being one of those teams I always stack against. Washington is another one, and uh, there, there's no way I don't attack Washington here with, with, with the Kings uh, on the road. I mean, we're it's just going to be so much fantasy goodness. We've got Kali Stein at 5,700. I've been playing centers against Washington all year. Not going to stop today. Kali Stein is probably going to be the first guy in. Um, we've got Buddy Hield at 7,400. I don't like the price, 
But if I'm going to stack the game, I'm just going to take a shot on heel. Bogdanovich at 55, I like that price. He hasn't had a breakout in a while. Um, we've got Fox at 73. I don't hate that as well. Just this whole game, man. Uh, Barnes, 5,200. 5, I like him. And then we, we had a B Elite Society over the weekend. Uh, he's played games 30 in a row. Yeah, 30, 30 and 29. I think if you're stacking this game, I think you, you take a shot on him. Um, so, you know, the, these are things I'm looking at. Uh, this is another game for Harry Giles. You know, in his 20 minutes, this is that's strictly a tournament play. Um, well, be at least is a tournament play too. But you know, those core guys, they're five or six guys, or I guess seven guys from Sacramento. Those are all guys that I would look at if I'm talking about a game stack. My favorites being uh, Kali Stein, uh, Buddy Hield, and Bogdanovich. Those would be my my three favorites, followed by De'Aaron Fox. I, I love those guys. I'm going to have at least three Kings in my lineup, guaranteed. Love Buddy Heald here. I keep saying it. I keep talking about it. I've talked about it now for, I feel like, every slate that he's been on for the last two weeks. But he's the ceiling guy. He's the guy that has that 50-point upside. He's 7,400. He has 50-plus point upside in this matchup. You know, you talked about how you like to stack against Washington. Well, Washington allows the seventh most fantasy points per game, and Sacramento allows the fifth most. There's going to be a lot of fantasy goodness in this game, just all-around fantasy goodness. It's going to be a fast-paced game. I like Fox. Um, I really like the price on Harrison Barnes and Willie Cauley-Stein. Those guys are really cheap. And I think if you're mass multi-entering here, you have to look at Bielitsa. Um, Bagley's not expected to play. He has resumed basketball activities, but they, on the injury report, have him out for this game. So if he's out again, Bielitsa at 27 minutes can pay off 4,200. So um, I think if you're if you're looking at a tournament play, you're certainly looking at him. So you want exposure to this team. Um, and like Will said, I don't know if I play three, uh, but there's a good chance that I play at least two of these guys. And that starts with Buddy Heald. Um, I love this spot for him. Let's talk about the other side of this game. You know, Washington, just because it's a good spot for Sacramento does not mean it's not a good spot for Washington as well. There's a reason this game has a 241.5 total, uh, Will. What are we looking at here on Washington? Well, uh, one of the first guys I'm going to bring up, as you guys probably know, I like to do crazy stuff like this. I'll get to the big guys later. I like Jeff Green, man, uh, 4,400. Jeff Green's playing big minutes. Pretty much, He's pretty much playing 30-plus minutes a game right now. You know, some games a little less, some games a little more. Uh, but, I mean, Jeff Green had a really rough game over the weekend, shot three for 12, one for six for three, uh, still put up 25 fantasy points. Uh, he, he did have two blocks and three steals. That's an anomaly, but I don't think he shoots that bad at, uh, again. Uh, I really like Jeff Green at 4,400, another cheap piece to get exposure to in this game. Uh, Bobby Portis, man. Uh, he's been playing phenomenal. The crazy thing about Portis is uh, three of the last four games, he's had five fouls. I think I'd just rather him get the five fouls. If you look at those games, uh, as a matter of fact, it's been more than that. But out of three of these last four, he's put up 40-plus fantasy points, 41, 41, 43, and that's with five fouls. Um, really excited about getting some Bobby Portis exposure here. Uh, and then, of course, man, you know, uh, Bradley Beal is just – he's just been on a tear. I mean, he's – man, he, he's been so good this year. 
in real life and in fantasy. I've watched him play a couple games, but he's really taking the reins of this team, and I expect him to continue to play well again here at home against Sacramento. Um, I'm not saying he's going to get 60, but it's definitely within the realm of possibility. I mean, he's hit 60 fantasy points, you know, in three of the last 10, uh, and he could definitely do it again here. So so really like Bradley Beal. Um, but but I, I like this whole team. Sadoransky's okay as well. Uh, Washington is actually a lot cheaper uh, than I expect them to be for this matchup. So I, I want to take a shot. And, of course, I've, I've said this before already. Uh, I'm not making any multi-entry tournaments without having exposure to Jabari Parker the rest of the year. He's going to stay cheap enough uh, that you can still uh, uh, get plenty of meat on the bone from Jabari Parker. So just keep it. If you're multi-entering, make sure you keep him in your pool. Yeah, for sure. Like Parker is that guy that has the ceiling that you're looking for here. Um, but his floor is like nine points. Um, it's like realistic <laughs> outcomes. So I, I, I do like Parker. I, like this is a spot that I think I'm going to pay up for Bradley Beal. I, I don't play this guy very often because he's very scoring dependent on like getting there. But if we look at his last few games, like, He's adding assists. He's getting guys open looks, and he's he's adding rebounds. They've taken Brian off the floor. Brian's playing like like eighteen minutes a night, and like and ever since they've done that, Bradley Beal's rebounds have gone up. So I like Bradley Beal a lot here. I like the Jeff Green call. I could really see getting like five pieces from this entire game. Um, it's it's such a it's such a good spot to attack this game. So right there with you. Um, nothing really to add on what you were talking about uh, besides that I really like this spot for Jabari Parker. You know, it's, if you're playing tournaments, he's, he's the perfect tournament play every slate. All right. uh, Detroit and Brooklyn 221 total here. Brooklyn's favored by two and a half in this game on the Detroit side. Bruce Brown is questionable on the Brooklyn side. Graham is out. Uh, Let's start with Detroit. What are we looking at here on the Pistons? Man. Um, Dare I say, as much as I like uh, Willie Colley-Stein, I, I, my, my affection for Andre Drummond on this slate is just through the roof. 9,100 facing the Brooklyn Nets. I couldn't ask for a better spot for this guy, man. So uh, he's one of my favorites as well. Uh, if I'm on DK, I'm, I'm legit trying to find a way to get in Colley-Stein and Drummond. Uh, I like Blake as well at 8,300. Um, one of these guys is probably going under own. I'm going to say Blake goes under own, even though he's cheaper because everybody just knows to take centers against uh, the Brooklyn Nets. So re- really like him. Uh, Luke Kennard, his minutes have been up as well. Uh, I think if you're looking for, you know, some cheap exposure, a guy that can get you 30, 35. Uh, I don't hate Kennard. And then Reggie Jackson, his minutes are down now. He's really not playing, you know, 30 minutes a game because Ish Smith is back. And so as of right now, I, I actually think Ish Smith is a, is a better play for 900 cheaper. So I don't hate Ish Smith here in this spot as well, but that's about it. I don't want to take any shots on some of these other fringe guys like Ellington or Don Maker or anything like that. Drumming Griffin, Kennard, and uh, and uh, Ish Smith, those would be the only four guys I would consider from Brooklyn. 
Yeah, and I think that starts with Drummond. Like it is Brooklyn, uh, you know, center against Brooklyn. Well, like let's not let's try not to overthink this. Uh, I do agree. Yeah. I think Blake will have lower lower ownership, which is always fantastic. But you know, let's just let's just keep it going, right? Like it's yeah, it's, it's, a it's like the automatic sixty. Legit. He's averaging fifty eight against them this season. So like the upside for Drummond here, even at ninety one hundred, is firmly in play. I had Ish Smith written down. I really like this spot for Ish Smith. They blew out Chicago in the last game, but if you look at the last few close games, he's been playing like 25 minutes. And at his price of 25 minutes, he's certainly somebody that has some upside. So uh like the Ish Smith call, obviously super risky. Anytime you take a bench guy that plays around 25 minutes, they're risky. But um I couldn't agree more. I like I like him more than I like Reggie Jackson. Uh, I really like Luke Kennard in this game. If Brown doesn't end up playing, then you know, like Kennard's minutes are very secure. So um, if if Brown ends up sitting again, I just think that that helps the floor minutes wise of Kennard and maybe even Ish Smith. That may that might help Ish in the long run as well. So um, I've been talking about Brooklyn a lot recently, and my thoughts really haven't changed with this team. With this team healthy, they're really hard to trust anybody or play anybody. Um, is there anything standing out to you here on the Brooklyn side? Well, not really. On Saturday, it definitely was because they were facing the Atlanta Hawks. So I definitely tabled my I don't want to play anymore from Brooklyn speech because they were facing the Hawks. So you just had to take take some shots. Today, facing Detroit, I, I don't think it's worth it. Karooch, Carroll. I mean, Carroll is really cheap right now, 3,800. I mean, that's oof. That started to hit hit the spot where I'm, where I'm considering playing him, but I still don't think it's worth it today. I don't I don't think I need Carroll because of, uh, you know how I'm going to approach the slate. So you know I, I just don't think any of these guys are necessary. Even Jared Allen at 4800, he would probably be the only guy I would legitimately consider at 4800. I just think he's got tremendous upside even against Drummond. It's a mismatch for him. But, you know, he, he could still crush that price tag. He would probably be the only guy. Other than that, I, I don't want to play anyone from Brooklyn. Yeah, and Allen's probably going to have to play minutes here against Drummond, too. So um, don't hate that call. But really, just with this team healthy, I just I can't get behind anybody here. Like, you know, Dinwiddie's going to have a good game every once in a while. He's been playing really good recently. Russell's going to have that blow-up game every once in a while. Um, I am trending. I'm watching the trends here. I, I will say that, like, I've been really keeping a track of, like, if they're going to play Dinwiddie and Russell together and they're going to play them each 30 minutes a game and they're going to commit to only playing, like, Levert, like, 22 to 25 minutes, um, maybe if their price comes down, we can look at it a little bit more. Maybe if you want to be on top of that, maybe you play Dinwiddie. But for me, against Detroit, there's just nothing here that, like, I get super excited about that I'll end up on here, so... Charlotte at Houston, 225.5 total here. Houston favored by nine. Um, really, the only injury news that we're watching here is Kenneth Fareed is probable and Jeremy Lamb is probable. So unless something happens with those two guys, we should get pretty healthy teams here. Um, and, and obviously, both of these teams um, you know, want to win right now. You know, Charlotte's trying to catch... Miami Heat and Orlando Magic, and um, Houston's just trying to stay above ground in, in that three seed in the West. So what are we looking at here on Charlotte? Man, I, I think the only thing that, that I can say right now is me being a homer. 
if I decided multi enter, I've, I've said I'm just not going to fade stacking my team. But I'm, I'm not in love with Charlotte here uh, on the surface. What I am in love with under the surface is what we've pretty much been talking about, uh, you know, for I guess the past two or three weeks now. The minutes are very secure for most of the guys that are playing. So Kimba, Lamb, Batum, Marvin Williams, these guys have really secure minutes right now. And I think that's something you can lean on, you know, if, if you're in a pinch or if you're in a crutch. I, I'm, I'm never going to, you know, uh, fade guys that are playing 35 to 38 minutes. And, I mean, Nicholas Batum is really – he's really dialed up the consistency with this minutes increase. So he's a guy – he's 5700 He is more expensive than what we've been paying all year. But I don't hate it. Jeremy Lamb, uh, pretty much the same thing. Uh, he's 5800 but he's been really consistent as well. So uh, I don't mind taking a shot on these guys. I don't think I need Kemba today, even though 8100 is a really fair price. I just don't think I need him today. I've got a plug-in about the Houston Rockets that I'm going to kind of dial up here. And so I really don't want to play any Hornets, but if I'm multi-in, I'm going to stack them because I'd be sick to my stomach if they took a slate down and I didn't have any exposure. So I, I rode Nicholas Batum at 4500 i even played him at 52 i think his upside is a little limited at this price i think that he's finally caught up to the upside like i think that jeremy lamb has a little bit higher ceiling than nicholas batum like i think jeremy lamb when he gets hot from the field and he's attacking the basket like he's a guy that can go for 40 plus fantasy points and i think that I just think Nicholas Batum is a really good cash game play. Um, you know, he's he's consistent, like Will said, when it comes to the minutes and, and production right now. But I think his ceiling is a little limited for tournaments. Um, if this game stays close and this is back and forth, Kimba could have a big game here. I know we we typically only play him at home. He went for fifty five fantasy points the first time these two teams met earlier this season. So. Like, Kimba's the guy that has the upside in this matchup if you want to attack uh, pure upside. Houston side of things, um, you know, there is the MVP playing in this game. What are we looking at here on Houston? So, first of all, uh, let me just say this. I, I think James Harden is going to drop 80 tonight. 80? And I know I, 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 I've got so. This isn't in my rule book, but this is something I like to keep up with. James Harden was in tremendous foul trouble on Sunday. I mean, just tremendous. It was unreal. He had five fouls in the third quarter. It was it was unreal. I couldn't believe it. And, and so if you look at this score here, the Rockets won 94-93. to 93. And James Harden had to sit idly by and just watch Luka Doncic destroy the Houston Rockets for about three full quarters. It was, I mean, man, uh, Luka was just on another level today. Uh, Eric Gordon had to bail this team out shot after shot. I James Harden played 33 minutes, put up 20 points. He shot seven of 25 from the field, five personal fouls. James Harden is coming out today. I, I think he's going to destroy the Hornets. I, I And, you know, and I don't have any – statistical value to back that up. But I'm telling you, I, I think he's coming out ready to play. He's not going to get five fouls today, and he's going to be a little bit more fresh than usual. 
even though he only played 33 minutes. Um, it's a short trip from Dallas to Houston. Love James Harden today. I think he's going under own. I don't think anybody's going to spend up on him. He's 11-4. Yes, it's expensive, but but I, I think Harden's just – I think he's going for blood today. So I, I really like James Harden. I don't want to play anyone else from Houston. Capella is cheap enough at 7K. He, he's for sure cheap enough, but I'm, I'm not going to take the shot here. The only guy from Houston that I will be playing today is James Harden. Charlotte's been one of the worst teams in basketball against, you know, versatile centers, man. I think Capella is another center that we can put on our list today. I don't know if we end up on him a lot, but for the matchup, like if we just think about pure matchup here, like he put up 52 fantasy points the first time these two teams met earlier this season, like pure matchup wise, numbers wise, looking at the numbers, uh, Capella needs to be on our list today do we end up on him who knows it's way too early to kind of decide what our roster construction is going to look like today but um love the harden take um obviously anytime we talk about harden you know he, he's just a pure beast um you know chris paul is pretty cheap too if you don't play harden and maybe you want to play paul i don't hate it but i wouldn't play those two guys together they kind of limit each other one goes off the other one probably doesn't so um, all right, moving on. We got the Thunder and we got the Jazz. Good basketball game. Not a great basketball game for fantasy purposes. Um, OKC, no injury news here. And then Utah, Rubio's out. Um, NATO's out. Exum is questionable, but is expected to play, I think is what I read. Um, expected to return Monday, yes. And, and we got a 227.5 total, and Utah's favored by three. What are we looking at here on the Thunder? Uh man, Paul George is hurt. He he's definitely hurt, but he's ninety five hundred, and I, I I'm gonna have to factor all of that into this price. Uh, I think I still think it's too cheap. Uh, he definitely definitely could go off here. Uh, he he's a guy I've got my eye on, and I don't think he's gonna have the ownership. He let everybody down against the Clippers. Um. I, I just don't think he's going to, going to have any ownership here. So I, I love Paul George at 9,500. He's a guy I've committed to playing all season. I've been on him since the beginning, and uh, now I'm I'm, I'm just I, I've committed to him. He, he's only let me down once all year, and that was this weekend. So uh, love Paul George here. Uh, I, I don't hate Russ, but but I'm, I'm not playing Russ at that price today. I'll just spend up on Harden. Uh, and, and that's about it. Uh, I don't see anybody else from uh, OKC that, that I just desperately want to play today. I, I think Schroeder's a little overpriced with Paul George being back. Yeah, just, oh, man, I don't know what to do with the Thunder. Like, I think Paul George is not 100% either, and I think they need to sit him down for a few games for what it's worth. But obviously that's not how it works. Um, I, I do think they're – in a position right now that they're pretty comfortable and if they could do it down like maybe not against like utah but if they get some cupcake matchups coming up here um which is hard in the west but i think you gotta i think you gotta give him a couple days off um but he's 9500 like you said the upside the ceiling is there i'm playing Harden over westbrook today uh, i'm not playing westbrook against utah but you know obviously westbrook can have a big game against anybody's matchup proof Grant is like fringy. If he was a little cheaper, I think he'd be in play today. 
the matchup is good for him. Utah uses bigs. Um, Grant's going to have to be out there in this game, but I just think the price is kind of right where it should be if we weren't looking for value. So I really don't have much else uh, to say on the Thunder side of things. Um, the Jazz side of things, you know, we talked about it on Friday and shout out to Bobby. I let him talk me off of wanting to play Donovan Mitchell. Um, but that's okay. Um, when Rubio's off the floor, when Rubio's off the floor, you play Donovan Mitchell. Like yes. I, I, we, we just have to accept the facts that, you know, I, I'm not going to complain too much because like my bill like led me to clay Thompson. Um, so Friday was good, but <laughs> like, you know, Donovan Mitchell, when Rubio's off the floor, is just one of those guys. We just play, Will. We just play him. Yeah, and, and that's the approach I'm taking today. Uh, Rubio's gone. Mitchell's going to step in. Um, so 8,400, 50-point upside, 60-point upside. Uh, I think you played Mitchell here. Uh, and, and in fact, I mean, shooting guards have been destroying OKC all year anyway, which Mitchell's going to be playing more point guard in this spot. But still, um, he's a scorer. He'll be coming off screens. He won't have the ball in his hands the entire game. So I, I like Mitchell here. Uh, another guy that I think I do want to plug in here, th this is a Kyle Korver game to me, 3,900. I, I just brought up the fact that shooting guards have kind of been handling OKC. This just feels like a game where Kyle Corner could just come off screens or sit in the corner and just dial up the long ball and uh, just watch them go through the net time and time again. I mean, I just, I've just got a, got a feeling, man, he could go seven for seven uh, from beyond the arc here. And that might be all his points, uh, but that would be enough to pay off this price tag with that three-point bonus. And then if he happens to get any rebounds or assists, uh, you're looking at a 30-point game from him. So uh, I, I like Kyle Korver. Uh, I think he'll have less ownership than Royce O'Neal. Uh, because I think Royce O'Neal is going to pull a little bit more of the ownership weight. And I, I'd be more than happy to pivot to Kyle Corver in this spot. Uh, Jay Crowder is another guy that's probably going to play 30 to 35 minutes. Uh, don't hate him as well at the price. Um, and then Rudy Gobert, 7,800. You know, Donovan Mitchell gets a lot of love when when uh, when Rubio is out. But typically, Rudy Gobert has done done very well with, with Rubio out as well. So I don't want to forget about him, 7,800. I think that's a very fair price. Steven Adams, I haven't let him scare me all year, thank God. The last game against OKC, Rudy Gobert dropped 58.25. I am not afraid of Steven Adams. Really like Rudy Gobert. I think he could have a phenomenal game as well. So, Corver. Certainly in play for me as well. Um, you know, the minutes should be secure. He shot double-digit threes in two of the last three games. So um, certainly like Corver. And he was he was off to a really good start in the game that he didn't shoot double-digit threes and just disappeared in the second half. But, you know, Donovan Mitchell, 37.5% usage um, when Rubio's off the floor this season, just to kind of give you guys an idea of how much usage the guy has. I don't like O'Neal. I'm with you. He's probably the guy that I end up fading here. Um, he just hasn't shown me anything. I, I would definitely play Crowder over him. Like the like the Gobert call, I just like so many centers today that really it's going to come down to roster construction for centers today. Like, you know, just being completely honest, like we, I, I've, I've had like six or seven centers written down and we still have one more game. So, 
you know, it, it's going to be a roster construction thing for me on center. I want Drummond. Uh, that would be my number one overall center on this slate. But, you know, Gobert makes a lot of sense. Um, Capella makes a lot of sense. So Willie Cauley-Stein makes a lot of sense. So, Ooh. you know, center, center is pretty loaded today. So it's going to be a roster construction thing on center today. Um, and you just kind of hope you get the right one. Last up, we got Boston at LA taking on the Clippers. We have a 226 total here. Boston's favored by one and a half in this game. Tatum is going to be a game dime decision at a 1030 game. Yay! So exciting. Um, that's really the only injury news that we have from this game. Let's start with Boston. Obviously, Tatum makes a huge difference, Will. Like, this is a guy that plays 30 minutes um, a night. And anytime you have a starter that plays 30 minutes a night, go off the floor, you know, it becomes a thing like, what do we do? Um, what are you doing here with Boston? Well, man, I, I, I wish I could play a few Boston guys. I think the guy that's most intriguing to me on Boston, and this is anytime any one of the guards or wing players is out. The first guy I typically gra- uh, gravitate towards is Jalen Brown. Uh, his price is usually cheap enough across the board. Uh, that he's a guy you can fit in, gets a nice matchup here with the Clippers. So Jalen Brown will probably be the first guy that I would look at. Uh, and Kyrie's playing today. So uh, I think that changes it for me. I think Jalen or Hayward would step into the, the starting role. Um, I, I would lean more Jalen here. I think they would, I think they want to keep Hayward coming off of the bench, which, which means outside of Jalen Brown, uh, Gordon Hayward will probably be the next Celtic guy, uh, player that I would look at. If he's coming off the bench with no Jalen Brown, and it's just him and Rozier, uh, look out. Hayward's going to drop 35 fantasy points, and nobody's going to have him. Uh, or maybe they will. But uh, but Hayward, he's another guy that I would look at. Um, and then Kyrie, uh, you know, he would, he would be the next guy that I would look at. I don't hate Marcus Smart. He's always kind of the forgotten Celtic, but he's got 30 to 40 point upside as well. And then last but not least, this is another team, Stevie, that I've targeted with for centers all year. And now you've got Al Horford going into L.A. to play the Clippers. He should have a, a really good game. I just think he's going to be the one that's just slightly on the outside looking in, looking in for me in terms of, of my center exposure. But uh, he's another one that's just in a great spot, uh, you know, any other any other slate with not all these good center matchups, I, I'd have expo- massive exposure to him at low ownership. But uh, today, just I, I'm not sure if he's going to make it. It's kind of what I feel like on Horford. I, I just I don't see myself clicking his name over some of the other centers that we talked about on the slate. I do think Kyrie has a lot of upside here. If Tatum sits, I like Kyrie even more. If if Tatum sits, I think we can look at uh, guys like Marcus Morris and Hayward. As much as I like Jalen Brown, I like Jalen Brown when a guard is out. I don't know if Jalen Brown plays as much with like they use Tatum at, uh, like at the three and the four. So I don't know if Brown benefits as much. But you know, Clippers are a team that tends to go small too. So you know, like Brown could benefit still minutes wise, and if he gets the minutes, he'll get the shots up. But I, I really do think like Hayward and um, Morris is where I'll end up, and you know, that's kind of what. The usage and the fantasy production suggest, um, you know, the biggest bump really is Marcus Morris. He averages 3.5 more fantasy points per 36 uh, with Tatum off with a nice little usage bump. But he gets like he 
everything across the board his field goals to go up his assists go up his rebounds go up um that's the kind of stuff that i like to look out with like tatum's not a high usage guy it's not like Kyrie off the floor it's not a you know 30 percent usage guy off the floor so we got to look at some other stuff here um the clippers side of things like you know, Lou Williams, man, big, big game um, on Friday. It was Friday, right, against um, the Thunder. Did they play on Sunday? Uh, n- No, but it's Lou Williams. been off since. It's yeah, a nice little got... break. <laughs> man, look, so, so for those of you that don't know, Lou Williams has been destroying the Thunder for like two years now, like – just go look up the stats. It's it's ridiculous. Like it's unbelievable, really. Just, every game just crushed crushes these guys. Just because the Thunder have have not played well against shooting guards, but he's coming off the bench anyway. I, I don't want to clog that up, Stevie, but I just wanted to put that out there. If if they play the Thunder anymore this year, just just play Lou Williams <laughs> and, and thank me later. Oh, uh, all right. Well, give me your thoughts here uh, as far as the Clippers go. Man, I do not like the Clippers today. Uh, I just don't want to play them. Patrick Beverly's fifty four hundred. I, I mean, Bev is a guy that I've been playing, but I don't want to play him. I don't want to play Gallinari. Shamit, I don't. I don't want to play him. I just don't want to play the Clippers today, Steve. I don't even want to play Lou. Um, I'm, I'm fading the Clippers. I will not have a single Clipper, zero exposure to the Clippers for me today. I'm just I'm fading these guys. Yeah, I think Beverly is probably the closest thing to what I get would get in a lineup here. Um, I'm with you. Tough matchup against Boston. The only thing that like you have to like here is this is going to be a really competitive game. Two teams that want to win. So we say want to win. I feel like. So, like, down the stretch, like, we're getting – we're in the last month of the NBA. Like, I'm pretty sure April 10th is the last day of NBA. So, we're in the last month of the season. So, um, down this stretch, we got to really pay attention to, like, the standings. Like, it becomes a thing. Like, Boston now wants to stay in that four or five seed if they cannot pass the Sixers. Um, the Sixers and the Celtics, I've said this before on the podcast. I know you guys are probably sick of hearing me say it, but they don't want to play against each other. It's a thing. They don't want to play against each other. So um, just got to be paying attention down the stretch um, as far as just, you know, the standings go. Who's playing for something? Who's not? Who's still tanking? The Knicks, the Cavs, the Suns. Uh, the Suns are tanking, and they beat Golden State on Sunday. So. Oh, God. Devin Booker dropped 65. He was on fire. Um, let's play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here for this Monday. Will, give me your favorite game to go over or under. Uh, I would take Sacramento-Washington to go over, but I think that's just I think that's just pushing it. I, I think that's just – just hold us high. <laughs> yeah, high. It's, it's just pushing it. So I'm going to stay clear of that one. Uh, there's low-hanging fruit with Toronto-Cleveland to take the under. I'm going to leave that one alone. I'm actually going to take the over in the Charlotte-Houston game. I've already talked about how I feel like James Harden is going to come out and just, man, just kind of try to destroy the Hornets. The, the flip side of that is that I think the Hornets may – they're going to fight back because they want to win. And uh, they just kind of – lost it there at the end, kind of got destroyed in the fourth against Milwaukee. I think they come out against Houston and try to play hard. 
um, I think this game goes over. Fair enough. Um, that's actually what I was going to take too. So I'm rethinking my whole process here. I'm going to take I'm going to take Brooklyn and I'm going to take the over as well. Um, yeah, I, I don't love that game, but I think it's a little low. Um, you know, we could see that game trend in the right direction. But uh, give me your favorite under five K guy to seven X on the slate. Oh man, we we have some good ones today, Stevie. We do. Under 5K to 7X. Give me my boy, Jeff Green, man. I, I, I like Jeff Green today in this spot against uh, the Kings. I, I like Jeff Green here. I thought you were going to take my guy for a second. Um, I really did think you were going to take my guy after you brought him up. But Kyle Korver is my guy today, 3,900. Yeah. I think he has uh, really solid potential to – have a bigger game here. Um, I don't think he could go for like 10x, but I do think 7x is definitely in the realm of possibilities here for him. Yeah. Um, over 8k, not the 5x. Who's your bust today? Man, give me Kawhi. It, I think he's going to play. So, yeah, g- give me Kawhi, man. I don't think he makes it. All right. Will keeps taking my guys. Um, so, <laughs> I. I Outside of Kawhi, like, I don't really, like, hate anybody up here. You know, Russell, we typically like to go over eight, and, like, I don't want to pick Kemba. I don't want to take Mitchell. I don't want to take Kyrie. I'm just going to say, like, I don't hate this play today, but, like, I feel like Paul George has the road to get there, but the least likely to get there out of these guys. Yeah. Um. Because I don't think he's 100%. That's my biggest concern with Paul George right now. I like the price a lot for Paul George, but I just I, I worry about him being 100%. Yeah, um, he's definitely not 100%. I can he's, tell you that right now. He's, he's definitely not. Yeah, for sure. Uh, give me your 6X guy. Who you got? Man, give me give me Kali Stein. Sinners have been destroying the Washington Wizards. All year, I'm not hopping off the train today, not getting sidetracked. Give me Collie Stein at 5,700 and give me the 6X. Uh, I love Collie Stein here. I'm going to I'm gonna go to the same game, to the same team, and I'm going to say Buddy Heald. Um, I just <laughs> I think it's going to be one of those back-and-forth types of games, and I think oh, Heald – I think Heald shoots over 20 times in this game, and any time that Heald shoots over 20 times, like, I love the ceiling at that. So um, he's obviously risky to get to 6X, but I think he has, like, 8X potential on this slate. So, like, I love Buddy Heald here, so he's my guy. On that note, we're going to get out of here, Will. Um, Any final thoughts before we do? Man, yeah. So, look, guys, there are certain teams this year, if you follow the pod, that we just don't overthink. We don't overthink stacking against Atlanta. We don't overthink stacking against Washington. We don't overthink stacking against Sacramento, New Orleans. Write these four teams down, circle them, and when they play each other, stack the game. Uh, That's all I got. (laughs) Couldn't have said it better myself. On that note, we're going to get out of here. I hope everyone has an awesome Monday. I hope everyone had a great weekend. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more basketball. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then.